right, we are back now. Switch things over. Talking LAFC, man. It was, it was, a, it was a tough, a tough weekend for the LAFC. They went over. They flew across to Canada, played it, play Vancouver. Unfortunately, they came back with a 1-0 loss, losing in the final minutes. Um, but look, sometimes it happens. They didn't have all the all the full reinforcements. No, no Carlos Vela. No Brian Rodriguez. Um, you still got a couple different injuries. Um, well, no loss is definitely not going to kill LAFC. But look, you also you got a big game coming up coming up here in a couple couple of days against the Arch Nemesis, LA Galaxy, who they've yet to beat this year. But here to help me break everything down and talk LAFC, we got Josue Lopez. Josue, how you doing? You there, Josue? Well, I think we, I think Jose might have froze. It's always a pleasure to be, and you know, breaking. Huh? Oh, there you go. I think, I think we. Can I, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I think we're just having some technical difficulties. I think, I think you mute yourself here. I think you might have, might have, you got to mute yourself. Give me a sorry. Well, while Jose, Jose gets things going, there you Can go. Can you hear me? I think yeah, there. I think you've unmuted yourself. There. Okay. Okay. Now can you hear me? Yeah, we're all, we're all good now. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. <laughs> nice. Well, good evening, good evening, everyone. Uh, thank you for having me. It will be an interesting evening covering this game. I have experienced this rivalry as an employee and now covering LAFC and uh, you know it will be interesting yeah yeah look like you mentioned tough loss against Vancouver it happens it, it's part of the season a lot of substitutions but looking forward for this weekend's game against LA Galaxy it's gonna be the 16th time these teams face each other LAFC has never uh beat uh no yes they have beat the Galaxy at the bank not a dignity but this game will be at the bank so let's see if this is a, a three and zero for the Galaxy, or uh, or if LAFC is able to come back with a victory. So looking forward to this weekend's game. Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned something very important there. Yeah, I mean the LAFC. I feel like they have to get this win. You know, you 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 haven't been able to beat them just yet this season. Um, obviously, with the biggest signings and everything like that, I mean they're definitely favored to to win. MLS Cup, but um, but yeah, I feel like you, you gotta you gotta get this one some one way or the one way or another because it's the Galaxy, you know. And <clears throat> obviously, you made a splash with Kellini and now Gareth Bell, who we'll definitely talk about it later. But how are you feeling? Do you feel like it's a must-win for the Galaxy? I mean, for LAFC, it is a must-win for both because it is it is a derby. And I think it's a must-win a little bit more on the um, Galaxy because LAFC. He's in a good position at the Western Conference and for the Supporters Shields uh, race, so I think it's uh, it's more urgency to win from 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 LA Galaxy in in that regard. You know they have a great victory and a great performance that you were discussing earlier against uh, Montreal, so I, I think it's a must win a little bit for them. But in the sense of of expectations and the big signings and all the 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 all the the initiative that is in LAFC in that regard yes it is a must win for the LAFC because of all the the, the attention that they have been given for the big signings that they have had uh, the last two weeks or so yeah look it, um, we see we see um, <clears throat> we see Kalini in practice we see the clips of him there I think you know the social team at LAFC is posting about him 
Um, I mean, I, I think a lot of a lot of people can't believe. Obviously, him and Bell are, are joining uh, within the same transfer window. But what what are your thoughts when you when you see Killini in practice with the, with the LAFC players? And obviously, you can see them. He's coaching them up and stuff, and you can see his experience. What what are your thoughts? Uh, what are your thoughts? I go through that. Go ahead. It's something that I was expecting to see. I, I I'm very surprised by the humbleness that Kellini has toward his arrival to LAFC. Uh, during the press conference presentation, he said that he recognized that he was not in the best moment and that he was also going to learn from players. He mentioned Mamadou Fall, he mentioned Jesus Murillo, Palacios, like he knows these guys. And, and, and it is impress- very impressive the fact that Giorgio has been watching LAFC since the beginning of the season, so he he's really aware of his team and the league in general. So it's 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 really impressive. Maybe age-wise, it's gonna be a little bit difficult to have his best version, something that he recognized. But like defensively, it's gonna be a, an improvement for sure. Yeah, look, you used to mention something too <clears throat> that stood out to me when Kilini also said that he had been watching. LAFC, and then just quickly right after that, a couple, I don't know, some time, then LAFC reached out to him. And it, to me, it just shows, the one, the growth of LA, the growth of MLS, growth of LAFC, um, to be also to be able to attract the player like Chiellini and for him to watch games even before there was any interest of LAFC. It's just, <clears throat> it's just mind-boggling because there's so, there's so much growth that has happened within the league, and now you finally land Chiellini. And I think he also said that, he was surprised that LAFC wanted him because <clears throat> they were at the top of the table, and you know you you, you and you, you mentioned about his hum- humbleness. You know, and you you all have known about Kalinini. He's a tough player and all these different things, and then he just comes off so humble in, in, in his press conferences and his initial, you know, meetings and and stuff with the media. I, I was just I was just blown away by all everything he said about him watching LAFC and him just coming in and being his, himself. Man, when when I get his age, I want to be like him when he grows up. When I grow up, <laughs> real like, uh, like the yeah, shoe and tie and everything. It's it. like Italian players have this like what, how can I call this? This personality, this style. this this, the style. this style, this this presence. But in Chiellini's case, is is company with a very very humble heart towards his players. You know, like I was like. For example, I was listening to Hector Herrera's press conference from Houston saying that, oh, I come from on my on my best moment of my career. With all the respect, I'm going to bring some spice for the rivalry. When Chicharito came, he said, oh, I'm a living legend. Like, these guys are not the level of Chiellini. And on the other hand, you have Giorgio who comes and says, I want to learn from my teammates, and I recognize that I don't have my, I don't come on my best moment. Like these players have everything, you know. It's it's unbelievable, and you re- realize why they are in the level they are, not only for what they do on the field, but what they behave out of it. Yeah, I mean, he's world world class player. I don't I don't think there's 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 much more to say than that because just and to me, it's just saying Kalini the way the way he comes and his approach to the game and just seeing how. He is, I guess. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts on Friday, or you know, he gets a lot of minutes because of just how engaged he is. You know how how many how he's you know we're seeing these clips of him in practice. He looks to be, I would assume so, and in, in, in some type of game shape. I don't know if he could go full ninety minutes. Um, you know, I don't know when when was his last game. I don't know if that was against 
was it against Messi in Argentina? Was that his last game, yeah. quote unquote, his last it official has. game? Yeah. So that must, that made him <clears throat> close to maybe a month or so ago. So mm-hmm. he looks to be in shape. He looks to he look, he was definitely looking fly in that suit and everything that that you know. And it and just shows that you know how engaged he was to you know just, they posted a video of him cheering when when LFC scored, and also of him you know getting soaked in the, uh, with water at, at the end when he was celebrating with the thirty two fifty two is is it's insane how far this 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 league this league has gone. And to another point, I think uh, John Thornton said that uh, something along the lines that they didn't choose um, LAFC for the money because obviously you know other other leagues other teams had the money, and I think. You know they're coming here into to buying what the MLS, what LAFC have, and to be able to you know benefit off of that in any way and add to the, add to the game. So yeah, I think it's a very monumental signing, both of these signings for LAFC, and then just another stepping stone to where potentially this club will go to. Um, <clears throat> moving on, um, let, let's talk about um, obviously um, Chicho because there's been a few things out there that Chicho is being shot. Not necessarily doesn't mean that he will leave LAFC, but, you know, it's been reported out there that Chicho may be, could be on the move. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts uh, on Chicho as a player? And what are your thoughts on him if he potentially moves on to another team because of the pieces? They may be bringing a, a third DP as a striker, as I think what Michele said. Mm, I, I think it will, it will be a very unfair circumstance from Chicho. Let's remember that he came last year around August. And he made like eight, nine goals last season. In the worst moment of LAFC history, which was last season, he was a player that was responding. And right now he made uh, four goals consecutively. He also scored on the, on, the, on the U.S. Open Cup. You know, in this very enthusiastic atmosphere that surrounds LAFC right now, Shishu seems to be the victim of it, you know, because bringing out a striker. This will sound surprising, but I don't think any LAFC needs a, a striker per se. You know, Shishu is is good, and I don't think it, it will be fair for him to compete with a DP striker because he has done the job so far. It hasn't not, not even been a year, and 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 Chicho has proven so. Actually, now that I think about it, in in Three in two out of two games against LA Galaxy that Chicho has been involved, he has scored twice. So in this very important match, he has proved uh, like the quality that he has. So hopefully, hopefully he stays, you know, because he's have responded in in crisis and in good moments like right now. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean it'd be tough. I think you, I mean if you do, if they do bring up a striker and they use that third DP on a striker. It would have to be such a big name that you either move on from him or you or you bench him, obviously. But to me, yeah, I've liked Chicho's game from the beginning. From the and you know, you mentioned you know when LAFC were at their worst last season, he was that he was that bright spot for for them and for for this club. Um, you know, obviously sometimes they're business decisions, but I think there's just so many things that um, has been going right for LAFC, and one of those things has been Chicho Ramirez's honest on-field play. Just his charisma uh, as a player, just from what we've seen, and obviously he's definitely a fan favorite. So I, I think uh, uh, Chicho potentially being moved on to another team, I think, or something like that, would be tough. Um, and I just, I to me, I just don't think LAFC need a third strike, need a need a need a striker for their DP because I to me Chicho would be Chicho's a starter for me. I don't know. I know that 
you know, Brian no, Rodriguez and, uh, you know, <clears throat> Bell and all, the, and all those things. Look, but to me, goals are so hard to come by. And you have a player that's been scoring goals and been consistent and, and loves the team and loves all that. So we'll have to see. But I, I, I find it so hard that LAFC will move on for him or even potentially sign a striker. Unless it's like someone that you must sign or some some big name, but even then, like I don't think they need a striker. They mean they need a you know they could use that in the midfield or you know I think here mm-hmm. Chris in the chat said he said he says our third DP should be an attacking midfield, not a forward. Um, you know I I would agree. I would have to agree with that because there's so much and they're not missing a DP and they, and I mean excuse me they're missing a, a number nine and they even have a couple backup number nines too. Um, but look, if I guess if it's a if a world class player it, it opens up for them, and I, you got to look at it. But I don't know. I, I just think Chicho has done so much for this club in this short time that it w- it would be hard to to move on from him in just a short time. If he happens to if he happens to leave, hopefully, is Chicho gets an offer from Europe or or like it can be a step further for his his career. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you would you would hope it'd be you would hope it'd be uh, it would be a stepping stone. I know a lot of people are saying potentially he may move to uh, another MLS club. That's all speculation, so don't want to get too much too far down the road uh, unless something like that uh, starts to happen. But I think Chicho is definitely a player that that like you said, he he's, he's impacted this game with scoring goals, and he could definitely impact this game uh, come on Friday because there's there's just there's just so much going on. In so many different ways, you know, with LAFC signing, the Galaxy just got some momentum by by winning a uh, big game yesterday. So there's just so many so many different things. Um, let, let's talk about let's talk a little bit more about this rivalry. Let's talk a little bit more uh, on this midfield. Um, obviously, you have Elias Sanchez, you have Latif Blessing, you have Kevin Acosta, you have Jose Sinfuentes. Who are you who are you liking in, in this midfield for this game on Friday? Ilya Sanchez, for, for sure, that's a must. Uh, Jose Cifuentes has had a couple of good assists. That, that will be a must. The, the, my doubt will be the, the third midfielder, the third second midfielder, which is, yeah, I agree. It will be a good place to spend your money on the third DP. I'm not sure between Kelina Costa or, or, or Blessing. I will say with Acosta because I prefer Latif Blessing coming as a substitute because you know tireless with his velocity and his dynamic, he he makes a difference uh, most of the times. You know Latif, you can say whatever you want. G- good game, bad game, the desire is always there, but I prefer him as a as a substitute. So yeah, my my midfield will be Ilya for sure. She, uh, Sifu and and. And Kelina Costa, well, you know, he hasn't been very consistent either, but that's where the doubt is on LAFC, on the third uh, midfield attacker. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if they do bring in another midfielder, you you would expect it to be an attacking end. So, <clears throat> yeah, even though you have Kelina Costa, but they, you, there's, there's a lot of depth right there too. Um, <clears throat> let's say for whatever reason, let's say Bell is available to play. Obviously, you, you, we don't, you don't expect them um, – we don't expect them to start, but I don't, I don't know if they haven't, the team hasn't made an announcement that Bell is here or anything like that. But who would you like to 
once Bell is up to the form and everything, who would you like Bell and Carlos Vela? Who would you like to be that third player up top with them? Because you're going to have to assume there's going to be three up top unless Geronimo switches a formation or something like that. But as of right now, who would be that third person for you? For me, the third attacker will be Christian Arango for sure. I don't, I don't have any any doubts on that. You know, he has proven that he can score goals. You know, that the attack has has multiple changes. Bella has been injured. Brian Rodriguez has not been uh, a solid starter. You have Mahala, Dani Mosovsky. You have your U.S. Open Cup games, but the starting eleven uh, changes a lot. And in all those circumstances, Christian Arango has proved to to be a solid striker by scoring a lot of goals. So if he can do that with these players, what can he do with Carlos Vela? Uh, renew with a new contract and, and it seems with a new attitude. And Garrett Bell, who is a, a world-class player. Hopefully the injuries does, don't come a lot, you know, because he's a player that tends to to uh, injure himself a lot. Well, not himself, like injured by other players. But yeah, it will be Christian Arango for me for sure because he has proven to be a, a good fit regardless of who's around him. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. I, I just I just think um, there's just so much. Uh, I think Chicho would be the beneficiary of, of Bell and Vela on, on the wings. Uh, I think that just the game would be opened up. And you mentioned another thing too, Bell, you know, he's had some injuries. So I think him being on a Tam deal kind of, you know, in a way protects LAFC um, for whatever reason. It doesn't go... Everything doesn't go according to plan, but I, I, I highly doubt that's going to be the case uh, for Gareth Bell and LAFC. I expect Gareth Bell to, to tear it up while his while being out here with the, with the black and gold. Um, let's let's talk about um, the name of Traffico because I see people in the chat say I like to one Daniel Angel in the chat says he's like I like to call it the Battle of the One Ten. What do you? Th- I know there's the call of the classical Angelino. Well, what are your thoughts on El Trafico name, or should we change it? What's what's going on in your mind? I know a lot of people have a problem with the name El Trafico, but I, I don't dislike it. Maybe because Spanish is my first and only language, as you can see. But no, I, I don't dislike it. But but it's an interesting name. It's a name that brings attention right away, like El Trafico. You know, it's it's something really different. So yeah, I, I don't I don't despise the game at all. You know, and 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 most importantly. It, this rivalry has room to to deliver anytime when when these two teams step on the field. Yeah, LA Derby. Yeah, people in the chat, comment what what name do you guys like? If you like El Trafico, comment El Trafico. For whatever reason, if you're on Twitter, Twitter does not show up here on the main page. It's only Facebook or YouTube for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, comment if you like or whatever name you like. If it's LA Derby, uh, you, you just mentioned you said the Battle of the One Ten of Trafico. Or whatever, because to me, I think El Trafico is gonna stick. <laughs> it's just yeah. sticking because it's been it's been there. Uh, it's it's just been there since, since the beginning. Um, yeah, and I, and I think I don't know. I, I think it's gonna be hard to change uh, the name. Well, we, we we can have a derby with multiple names. That's something that you don't True. see very often. You know, that that can be part of the of the uniqueness of the of this rivalry. Why not? Yeah, uh, Alex says it's unique. It's LA. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that to me, that to me is is like kind of like, kind of like the biggest thing. Um, you mentioned about Vela. Let's talk about Vela renewing his contract for another year. Uh, what were your thoughts on that? I think I, to me it was kind of like a no brainer once Bell was announced. But what are your thoughts for him coming back a whole another year with LAFC? 
it was a no-brainer. In fact, but it, I think it was a relief for all the LAFC uh, fans, front office, uh, even his teammates. You know, like it wouldn't be no way that Bella will leave LAFC. It will be a big, a big, big mistake. So it's good to have him uh, renew, and you can see right away that he's he and he has recognized that he's more focus he plays more concentrated because he, he doesn't have that situation on, on his head so yeah the most benefit one will be the the team as a whole you know everyone will be a benefit and let's see what he can do this friday yeah and to me i thought it was i thought it was gonna be difficult to see uh carlos villa leave um leave mid midway through the season i i, I thought i just to me I, I found that difficult to 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 believe or anything like that because especially them being it's uh, still at the time, you know, number one in, in the league and all that. So I think especially with all these different signings. Um, let's, let's talk about this one, sir. Obviously, LAFC has made splashes with these signings. Um, I know you're a player, you're, you're a guy that's watched that Liga MX growing up. I watched it growing up. But with everything that LAFC, the MLS is doing, what are, what are your thoughts on the league so far and thoughts on what LAFC has been able to accomplish in just a short time? Um, that the eyes of the world will, will be on Major League Soccer. And Liga MX needs to stop underestimating uh, Major League Soccer, you know. Like, Liga MX doesn't, has not have David Beckham. Liga MX has not have uh, Steven Gerrard or Andrea Pirlo. Maybe these two players didn't come on, on their, their best moment. They have other big names like Ronaldinho. Uh, right now they have uh, Guignac. But it happens once in a while. And in, in Major League Soccer, it happens often. And the best thing about it is that these players, well, ex the exception of Chiellini, are not coming in the last part of their career. They are coming in a, in a good time. Like Toronto right now has a, a Napoli player, uh, Lorenzo Insigne, for instance. And, mm -hmm. and, and that's that's really, really, really good for, for the league because uh, the the eyes of the world will be uh, on, on, on them. And I and I spoke about that with Chicho Arango the other day on the press conference. You know, he, like many Colombian players, don't have the benefit of the doubt to try it in the Colombian national team. But now that these big signings are coming once again, many people will be watching uh, Major League Soccer. So that, that's that's good for the league. And, and, and they, they know how to deliver a good show, you know, on the field and out the field. Yeah, I know you bring up a point, and that just reminds me, <clears throat> Gareth Bell decided to join LAFC in a World Cup year, you know? So mm -hmm. <clears throat> you're definitely expecting him to come kill it because this is what, this is like the first time the Wales have made it to the World Cup in like, I forgot how many decades and everything like that. And it's it's, it's just a big thing. So you know he's going to want to get, he's going to want to get ready for the World Cup. He's going to want to play as many games as he can with LAFC. And also another thing too is one of his teammates, Cal Acosta, you know, is going to be, He's going to be his teammate all the way up to once the World Cup because I think what the U.S. and Wales either that's the first game or one of the first games that they they play against each other. So yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting now that you're having these type of players um, choose MLS in World Cup years. Um, if you know if Italy would have made it, you know potentially Aquilini and Lorenzo Zinye too. But like you know you're, you're you're having these players come to MLS and there's there's a big shift. To me, I I just feel it. There's, you know, I think this is the, these signings. The Bell signing is just it's just another stepping stone um, for another either another MLS club or LAFC 
to continue getting these big name stars to, to come over here. Yeah, the level of life, you know, the level of life in the United States. They uh, something that I have seen is that in the U.S. they are not the main focus. There is baseball, basketball, football first, and soccer players don't get that attention. So they have like a more calmer life. You know, they can be around and yeah, they can be more private. Be, yeah, yeah, more privacy for them. So that's that's a, a good reason why they decided to, to come here and then in Liga MX because in Mexico. Despite the disappointments every four years, soccer and boxing, it's everything, you know? So, no, so yeah, that's maybe one of the reasons why they decide to come here to the United States to play. Yeah, no, yeah. You, you bring up, you bring up a, a, a good point on that, yeah. I, look, I'm, to be honest, I'm excited to see both Kellini and Gareth Bell whenever it is. I don't think it's going to be this Friday, but whenever it is to see um, LAFC in full force, Carlos Vela, if it is Chicho or if it is another player, um, you know, because you got to imagine um, it's MLS Cup or bus for LAFC, you know, with these signings and especially where, where they're yes. at, you know, it's that that's where they're at. So, I mean, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's easier with these signings or, you know, you add more pressure or it's a little bit of both, you know, because, you know, and they're, they're in a good spot. I think, so the assumption is LAFC with these signings could only get better. You don't expect them for no reason to get worse, right? You expect them no, to continue to continue to get better and better, and then we'll just have to see uh, where's the ceiling for this team because right now it's you know the, the sky's the limit. You put it that way. Um, let's let's talk about um, let's get your predictions for this game. What are your predictions, people in the chat? What are your predictions for Friday's game? Well, not zero zero for sure. This is something that, <laughs> something that it has never happened, you know. I don't and, want it and, to happen. You know, this, and and these teams are known for for scoring. LAFC has been doing pretty good defensively. I don't remember like LAFC receiving three or four goals this season. Maybe someone can correct me on on the chat. You can guys can Google it. So, taking that in consideration, I see. A three-one victory for 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 LAFC. People in the it's chat commenting. Gonna, it's gonna happen yeah. finally. Three-three-one would be would be massive, and it's it's not it's not far, mm -hmm. um, and it's definitely achievable uh, for for LAFC to to accomplish that. Yeah, I think for them they got they got to get this one one way or another, um, because <clears throat> LAFC has already lost two to the Galaxy. You got to you got to at least get the one at home. Um, so yeah. I think with that said, Jose, I think uh, I think that's it, man. Um, how excited are you for Friday's game? I'm very excited. Like I'm telling you, if if you're not a soccer fan, watch this game. If you want to get yeah. your friend to like Major League Soccer, if you're an a Major League Soccer ambassador, make him, make someone watch this game. This is a game to watch because. It's going to deliver on the field, but also what happens in the stands is really worth it. Even if you see it live or if you see it from the comfort of your house, like this game has everything. It's a spectacle on and off the field. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward for this, this game. It's going to be the 16th in history. This rivalry is a one that since day one grew up being a big rivalry. I still remember that uh Slatan big day back in 2018 when he scored three mm -hmm. goals very uh, very memorable one from from the uh, half the midfield 
So this is the game to watch if you're an LAFC fan, if you're an LA Galaxy fan, if you are an MLS supporter, if you're an MLS doubter. This is the game that you want to see because it's going to be really, really worth it. You're going to have a good time and it's going to be your Friday night. So it's a very good game, good way to start your weekend. Yeah, no, you, you definitely don't want to miss this game. Um, you brought up a great point. Yeah, if someone who hasn't watched uh, the MLS or soccer, this is one way to, to definitely get them into it. And for those people that are going to be able to attend the game, man, you're definitely, hopefully you're in for a treat, a couple goals. Um, I'm, I'm expecting a lot of goals and a lot of excitement, a lot, a lot of cheers, right? Because for the most part, this game never disappoints when it comes to all of that. So I want to thank everybody in the chat. I want to thank Josue. And that's going to wrap things up, guys. Enjoy it. Be safe out there. And if you go to the game, try to find me. I'm going to be out there. So we'll catch you guys next time. Bye, guys. Take it easy. Take care.